Hello everyone, Pastor Marco here. Just want to welcome you to our podcast. We're glad to be able to share God's word with you. Want to let you know that we have a brand new website, newlifesouthcoast.com. It's a great place to stay connected and involved in the life of the church. Listen, if you live in the area, come check out one of our Sunday morning services, 9.30 or 11.30. It's a powerful time, and we also have kids' ministry for all ages. I believe this message is going to encourage you and challenge you today, but also make sure you share it with a friend who needs to hear the Word of God. Blessings. Oh, man. I want to tell you just a little about me. And the best way I can do that is to talk a little about this girl I met a long time ago. And fellas, maybe this has happened to you. Maybe it hasn't. But if it's happened, you know what I'm saying. That girl that you go, oh, all the games are over. All the nonsense is over. Like she, that's the, oh, I got to get my stuff together. I got to raise my level a little bit because she's here and I'm, mm, I got to, games are over for me. And I met this girl, she was named Jill. And I said, I'm, I'm done. I'd never seen anything or met anyone just like, and this girl, she, I couldn't describe her any one way. And it's what made her so cool. This girl, she was a little bit of everything. So I married her. Yeah. Fellas, if you don't know, when you have the winning hand, you go all in. You know what I mean? The games are over. And uh, see, he knows what I'm talking about. My man knows exactly what I'm talking about. And I know right there, he has some regrets. There's some girl that got by him and he was like, doggone it. What was I playing games for? My man's sitting there going, tell him, tell him, don't do what I did. So I said, listen, Jill, please, oh, please, oh, please. And I don't know why, but she said, okay. She said it just like that too. And I was like, I'll take it. I will take that. Wear this thing. And this girl... What's happened over the years is I've found she is just a little bit of everything. She's Hall of Fame in the volleyball realm, Hall of Fame in her high school and at her college. I don't know too many girls like this, right? But here's what's so cool about this girl. She's like deadly serious about this game. Voted in the high school and college Hall of Fame. When you talk to her, you would never know she plays volleyball because she could care less. She could care less. When it's not season, guess what she's not doing? Working out, practicing, thinking about volleyball, talking about volleyball, watching, but none of that. Coach even knew. She's captain of both high school, college, national championship, went to Hawaii two times, Kansas City one time. In the four years of college, she's national championship. Come October, Oh, she, she done with volleyball. Could care less. Hey, this, is, this is a silly sport. We just play on the beach. I said, oh, this girl. I love this girl. You know, some of them athletes, like, they're like so serious. They're like, Paul is life, right? They're like, mm, is it though? Is it? You know, all the people over 30 are like, no, it ain't. It, ball ain't life. This hurts. Ball hurts. It ain't life. All the people over 30, you know this too. Ain't nobody paying me to play bull ain't life. 
don't work when you go to when you go pay the bills. Hey, I don't have everything this month. Ball is life, though, right? Nah, not really. It ain't. Jill knew this like long time ago, but she was still like baller. And then mm, this girl, I came home one night right from a long day of work. She had replaced the kitchen sink. <laughs> Thing had been dripping and not bringing hot water the right way for a year and a half. I know it's the man I'm supposed to do something about it. Got to tell you, I ain't got no idea. <laughs> so for a year and a half, this thing just drip, drip, drip. I walk in. She, she like this. I just see feet. And a laptop like this with a YouTube video. She just. Mm, mm. Rewind. Let me see that again. Yeah. Yeah. I got that. One YouTube video, six trips to Home Depot. Boom. Done. Done. I'm like, my girl's a plumber too? Like what? This is crazy. I've never been so in love. I was so attracted to those feet. I was just like, oh, I love you. Can you fix the car too? So, oh, we almost, we only had two kids. We almost had three that night. It's probably more information than everybody needed, my bad. I'm saying, this girl, state of Massachusetts, she's a licensed adoption social worker. I've never seen somebody come into like crisis, hard situations and bring love and balance and boundaries and consistency and help in the name of Christ. I've just never seen anybody do it better. I've been doing this thing like 30 years. I've been in a lot of like helping situations. I've never seen anybody bring these like natural gifts into this. But she's a stay-at-home mom, and she hasn't used that license for decades. And the truth is, she's still one of the best the state of the Massachusetts has. But my girl, she might get back into it one day. She don't know. She'll do as she pleases. (laughs) But she dabbles in all these things, you know? It's just so cool. She, She could open a pie shop here in New Bedford, and trust me, you would go. She would go. And all them people who was texting Mark, you know what they would say? They'd be like, yo, you got to go to Jill's shop. Get the pie. What flavor? I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's just whatever she touches in the kitchen, people walk away and they just go like this. Mm, oh, mm. They're speechless. When I want them to shut people up. I was a youth pastor for 24 years. I need quiet sometimes in my life, right? I bring them over and say, eat, eat Jill's cooking. They just walk away. I can't. I, can't, I don't. Oh. I don't have, mm. I said, I know, I know, you don't have the words. Why don't you stay like that for about 20 minutes? That's nice. That's nice. Here, have another slice. She needs some macaroni and cheese. She got that. Yeah, what? It's got bacon in it? What? I know, I know, I know. But you can't have her. She's mine. This girl is something else, like something I've never seen before. And I can't really put her into this category. She dabbles in all these things. And I, I have noticed, though, that it's kind of like how a lot of us live. It's kind of like how I, I thought I was supposed to live my life. 
I think a lot of us live like her. We dabble. We want to do a little bit of a lot of things. I mean, I want to have a little career, so I went to a little bit of school to get a little bit of a job, to get a little bit of a pay, to get a little car, to get a little bit of a house, to get, had a couple little bit of kids, and I still want to have a little bit of fun, you know, uh, but I want to be taken seriously a little bit, and you know, so, so I dabble. I don't want to be so corny and straight edge. So, you know, I want to make sure I got a little bit of all of that. And I was told as a kid, that's the goal. In fact, my school, you know what they called it? Being well-rounded. And I thought, that sounds great. I want to do that. You know, in, in sports, what we call it? Being the total package. That's what I wanted to be, man. I wanted to be able to, like, take you off the dribble, drive past you, but, oh, step back, hit a J. What? What? You didn't see that coming? Mm, total package. Maybe you didn't know. You know what I mean? Like, that's where I wanted to be. I thought that was the goal always. Like, make sure that you're so well-rounded. I wanted my resume to be well-rounded. So I dabbled. I I did a lot of different things, and it made sense to me. And I thought it was cool. And then when someone came into my family's life and started asking questions like, do you guys really ever think about, like, what's your purpose? What are you here for? Like, what does all this mean? My family, we didn't, we didn't have really that great an answer. And so our friend invited us to church. And we were like, okay, sure. You know, in the part of Philadelphia that we're from, there's a, a large section of my kind of people. We're, we're Italian. And, uh, and so, you know, my, we changed our name to get a job. You know, they, they said, Anthony DePauanacola, you don't need to apply. That's just too many vowels. We don't really need all that. Um, Oh, did you change your name to Dick Dean? That sounds very American. Welcome to the company. <laughs> Come on in. And so, as an Italian, of course we were from a Catholic tradition. You know, if you're an Italian Catholic or Catholic Italian, like it just, it just seemed to be part of who we were. And it was cool. I'm happy to have a little bit of that in my life and was happy to even dabble in that a little bit in my life. And it felt cool because I did want to be well-rounded, right? I wanted to have a, a, a little, and they, they invited us to kind of figure out purpose. And we said, yeah, sure. That, that, that can't hurt, right? It certainly can't hurt. And uh, so we went to church and it was kind of a church like New Life South Coast. Okay. And the people there, man, they, they, they really seem to like church. I don't know if you've ever been to a Catholic church or an Episcopal church or a Lutheran church, but them, them white people don't get all this loud, really, as much, so much. You know what I mean? Even us Italians, when we spit, when we talk, we get all animated. We walk into church. Hey, ba 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 
Pastor Marco just asked us to greet people. Wait, 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 I didn't know nobody in our old church. Like, greet people? No, no, no. We walk in. With, are we done? I'm out. I'm out. Just hope that God's okay with my little bit here. Do my thing and, and let's move on. But a church like New Life, you know what they started talking about? They started talking about Jesus and and we were good with it because we were like, yeah, I heard about this dude. He seemed like a pretty good dude. And I, I think what I heard about him is he'd do a little bit of good over here and a little bit of good over there. And it was, I mean, he seemed a little like my wife. That dude's all right. I don't even know if Jesus can fix my sink, but I bet he could try. He seemed like a pretty good dude. And they talked about him all the time. Now, I don't, I don't really play poker, but I'm intrigued by the concept. You know, you know late night on, the, on like ESPN, they'd be showing like poker shows. And at first you go, is it really a sport? <laughs> Should this be on the sporting channel? Is it... Is, is football season over? Like, why? Is this all we have? But then it pulls you in, right? Because you're like, oh, all right, I, I see this. Okay, okay, all right. So I get this. So you're saying if you look at your cards, you know how they do that real, real, real cool look? It is a, oh, shit. They, got, they got cameras through the table, you know, to be like, mm. a man got a three and an eight. You ain't got jack. I really don't understand the game, but I know a three and eight, it just don't look that good, you know. But my man, he's got some, he's got some chips, right? And when you got a little, little something, you want to stay in the game. So, you know, you, you, you take a chip or two and you'd be like, there you go. I, I, I give you some chips. But you know that time where they, they, they flip it up like this? And they look at the man, he just rubs his brow. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But he got a little something. A little something in there, right? He'd be, he'd be trying to play it, play it off. You know, he'd be like, oh, I'm going to take a few more. To, there you go. I'm going to take a couple of them. Just splash that in there. Sometimes, though, you look at the cards and they go, oh, oh. <laughs> now, you're the only one who can see through the table, right? You're back at home. It's three in the morning. You can't sleep. <laughs> Holding the baby like this. And you're like, come on, man. Go ahead. Get, get, get back in there. You got this. You can see everybody else's crying. You're like, hey, my man, go ahead. What you, what, what, what you, don't, don't just put it in like that. Just go ahead, get, to, get it in there. Get that in there. You wait on He's trying to play, you know, but he's betting more and more because he's betting he got a pretty good hand, right? See, I... I know about this game even though I don't play it. I think you know about this game, whether you play it or not, because I think a lot of us, this is how we do life. It's how we do it, man. We, 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 we look at all of our, 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 our chips, and then we take some with us, and we go, all right, I'm, I'm going to try to be prepared. I'm going to try to look this through. I'm trying to try to figure this out. You know, that's how I lived. Man, I went to school. I tried to be a good boy. You know, and I saw the smart kids, man. They were, 
They, they were getting uh, awards and things. I was like, yo, I'm trying to get in line with them, you know, so I'm, I'm going to toss some chips in there, man. <laughs> trying to be with y'all. Yeah. I, I seen the athletes and I was like, oh, all right, yeah. I, I ain't as big as you, but, you know, I'm do a little something. I got, look, watch, watch this one, one time. That's all. That's all. So I don't want to. I like this shirt. I don't want to. I rip it. It's, it's a one of a kind. You can't get this. You can't get this. So I just don't want to do any more. It's not right. I'm happy as an athlete to say, yeah, coach. Yeah. No, for real. Um, yeah, no, I, I actually want to make varsity. So you're saying, all right, yeah, I can, I can give you them. I can, I can do that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Off season? Come on, man. All right. All right, for like a month. I got you. I got you. I mean, I try to have some fun. You know, I try to make sure that I'm trying to do this well-rounded thing, right? So, you know, I want to make sure I got got fun. I got to go back for some. Got to get the multicolored fun. You know what I mean? Find find where the party lights are. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm in, you know. I try to look good. I try to make sure I look pretty good. But sometimes that's not going to cut it. I'm going to need some more. Yeah, I'm going to get... Oh, them girls look really good. All right, I got to step up my game. Yes. 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 I try to go to church. There's some good people there. There was a joy there that wasn't everywhere else. I was down. I'm trying to go to church too. You know why? There was cute girls there. Were you crazy? Were you, you seen them church girls? Were you crazy? Here you go. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Ma said, hey, it's youth group time. I was like, yes, it is. Yes. It is. Not today, tomorrow. Well, I'll just wait right here. You seen them girls? They're great. I'm not opposed to any of that, you know? I, I'm playing my hand and I'm doing my thing and I'm, I'm, I'm feeling pretty secure. Like, I mean, I'm trying to be careful with what, where I'm doing and where I'm going. And, and God finally got my attention one time. And he says, stretch, man, I see you. I see you playing your hand and doing your thing. And I'm like, I know, right? And look, Lord, every once in a while, dude, I, I even be... You're right. I, I even, I, I mean, I, I, I'm trying to do my part. I'm trying to keep it moving. I'm trying to, trying to be well-rounded with you. And he says, yeah, man, I just, I just got one question for you. I don't understand why you have any chips left. Haven't you watched the shows? Haven't you seen how it's supposed to be played? You've seen your hand. And a while back, someone told you about this Jesus. And this Jesus, who not only said he was the way, the truth, the life, the reason, the purpose, but also said everything that the Father has, he's given to me, and now I'll make it available to you. I'll give you all of that. In fact, here at the Father's table stretch, I want to let you know that you sit right next to me. You got a place, and it's your place right here at the Father's table. And in me, in Jesus, 
in the Son of the living God, the maker of it all. I got four aces. I got the winning hand. There is no other combination. There's no other place where anything comes even close to beating this hand. This hand, boom, it just trumps all the others. And when you got a a hand that's pretty good, you play a couple chips. When you got a hand that's really good, you go back and you get more chips. But when you know you have the winning hand, what do the poker players do? What do they call that? They go all in. Right? They They don't waste too much time with dabbling and tossing in some chips here and there, at some point they realize it cannot, it will not get any better than this. It's everything I've been looking for. The whole reason we dealt, the whole reason I kept getting excited, the whole reason I came, the whole reason I brought my chips, it's all right there. And it's the winning hand. And everything that I'm hoping for comes back in my direction. But it only happens, not if I just splash the pile with just tossing in a little. If I go all in. Because this Jesus... This Jesus that they introduced me to is awesome. But he's not into playing games. He's just not that interested. And I don't know about you, but maybe you've reached the age that I've reached and I'm actually not into playing too many games either. Ladies, you ever been in a relationship where when you describe it to your friend, how things go and you say, you know what, we're just playing games. Is that ever a ringing endorsement for this relationship? That your friends go like this, oh, well, that's everything you've hoped for then. (laughs) Girl, good for you. (gasps) You're at the playing games phase. Oh, isn't that great? You're 37 and you act like a junior higher. Yes. (laughs) Just what we've been looking for, you. Congratulations. And you sit there and you go, what what kind of bizarre world? What kind of friends do I have? What's wrong with you? No, I said we're at the game plan, which means I'm I'm done. I'm just not, look, there's no hope there. There's no future in this. We're just playing games. And I got to tell you, man, in this relationship, I just, I've been doing this and this. I I just, I don't want to do it no more. And I just don't want to waste any more. So I'm going to. I'm just going to wait. Some of y'all have done that at, at your job. And, you know, when you were young, it was pretty good money. And then you reach a certain age and you go, yo, they really meant minimum wage. <laughs> You're getting ticked off at this dude named Fica. You don't know who he is. <laughs> well, he'd be stealing your money, man. 
and it's just not working for you anymore. And you, you, you'll be like, yes, I know, I know, I know. But it's just, a, I don't think this is going anywhere. And you're waiting for the next card. You're waiting for the new thing. You're waiting for that. And it just, I mean, and you just get tired, right? And you say, well, why'd you quit that job? Honestly, there was no hope. It wasn't going anywhere. You know, I want to show you tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant to do it, too. Because you know, as a preacher, you know, as a pastor, I want to show you the Bible. And the Bible's got some, oh, how many of you know? How many of you have tasted and seen that in God's word, there are some things that are just like juicy? Like, oh, like you just go, oh, hi, papi, I did not know. Hey, hey you know, it's, hey. Or you, you just drawn to it and you just flip back the page. The preacher will be going on and you're like, I'm stuck right here. Look, ah, that's, that's all I need. I, wow. And for the next month, you just kind of drink it in and it just keeps satisfying, right? And this is what I want to show you tonight. But here's what the Lord asked me to share tonight. And I hate this, man, because I really, I man, there's some good spots in scripture. I just wanted to like, and you'd be like, oh, stretch. I'd be like, no, him, him, my heart, right? That's what I want to do. Here's what the Lord showed me. He said, no, no, no. Here's what I want you to show him. The stupidest part in the Bible. I want you to show these people. On the night of hope, I said, Lord, I don't think you read the flyer. Did you get to the website? It's the night of hope. Let's give the people hope, right? And God said, Here, here's what I want you to show. The dumbest part of the whole Bible falls right here. There's this duel. This is what it comes down to. There's this dude who's playing games. He's playing the game of life. He's tossing in his chips. In fact, here sometimes, man, he'd be, he be tossing in a bunch of chips, right? And Jesus says to him, hey, you know what? Let me, let me show you. Google, Google Mark 10. Like, just, just pull up your phone if you get service in here. And just, just Google Mark 10. And go down to verse 17. How the Bible is broken down is like these four books talk about the Son of God. His name is Jesus. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. They all saw and walked with him and talked with him and saw who he was. And they was like, just, I got to tell this story. And it's crazy how four different people saw the same stuff. And so many times they tell the exact same thing. Because there was this like truth, this thing happening. And you know, if four of us saw an accident outside, we get four different stories. Like, no, nah, this bus ran over a girl. Nah, man, it was a fish that jumped out of the, the hubcap with the, there was a knife and a sword. I'm sure there was a pirate. What? Your story's not like my story, but Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, they come, they're all in different spots. They write them at very different times. And it all comes together. And talks about Jesus, the way, the truth, the life. 
because they had realized, man, the more they spend time with Jesus, they were like, that's the one in hand. This is what we've been waiting for. This is what we've been longing for. This is what we've been hoping for. This is better than we could have even imagined. And they tell this thing, right? Well, this dude in Mark 10, 17, he comes to Jesus and he says, man, you know, teacher, I, I want to go to heaven. I've heard about hell. I'm not interested. I want to go to heaven. What, what must I do? You know, I, I've been doing some good things. You tell me what to do and I'll do it. And Jesus says, oh, well, well you, you probably know the rules. You've heard them. Um, don't kill. Oh, cool. I never did. Never did. Don't steal. Oh, I wanted to, but I didn't. I didn't. I did not. All right, cool. Then, then, then don't lie. I didn't. I mean, I, I might have. I, I can't lie. I can't lie. I just want to be careful because I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Don't long after or, or sleep with another man's wife. Jilly's already taken, y'all. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. And he said, yeah, I, I, I didn't do that either, man. I didn't do that either. And Jesus says, okay, all right. But Jesus has a way of seeing right through. And that's why I love <laughs> New Life South Coast. <laughs> Because your pastor has made sure that this isn't a place where we play a lot of games. It's a place where you don't have to really pretend. And that's good news for some of us who don't have our act together. We don't look all that churchy and we don't smell all that churchy and we we don't have it all together. and, And your pastor says, then this is your spot. This is your spot. Because the Bible has, uh, and here's one of the juicy parts, y'all. The Bible says, for all have sinned and don't look all that good and smell all that good. Even the ones who be saying, oh, I never and I don't and I may, you know. Mm. We've all broken God's law and disobeyed. And it's by his grace that he pulls you up and says, come on, man, let me clean you. Come to the table. See, that spot's for you. And some of you know it takes years sometimes for you to sit there and feel like, I don't fit in. I'm not worthy. I'm not. But you know, after a while, you go, these are my people. These are my people. I'm washed. I'm cleansed. I'm forgiven. Right? And so I'm here and I'm in. And, and this Jesus, man, he says, that's so cool that you, you want to be a part of all this. Okay, here's the thing, though. Just one more thing. Go home and push all your chips in. Go home and go, go all in and sell everything you have and give that to the poor. And, and so, oh, you will honor your father. And then come follow me. And it's going to be awesome, man. Come on. 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 
You, come on. And here's the stupidest part of the Bible. Because all kinds of people right before this were coming to Jesus saying, can I, can I follow you? I'll go anywhere. Let me go. Let me go. And Jesus was like, no, go home. No, no, no. You got a family. No, no, no. Pay your mortgage. No, 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 no. Stay with your job. You're good. You're good. You're good. I'm going to just keep it real. And this dude gets the invite. <laughs> just come on. Come follow me. And this stupid dude... This stupid dude looks at his chips and he goes, well, I, I've already, and I, I just, I don't think I can anymore. I don't know if I, I mean, what if I, right? No. Oh. Oh. Here's the stupidest part of the Bible. He goes like that. And then you know what he does? And all the while, where's Jesus? Come on, man. Come on. Let's, let's do this. Where are we going? Where are we going? I got, whoa, whoa. And my man's sitting here. And he, and the Bible says this. This is the worst verse in the Bible. The man walked away sad. You know what one of the versions says? He walked away and he wept bitterly. I don't know about y'all, man. I mean, fellas, I don't know how many times you've cried in your life. Marco, he'd be crying every week. It's just a slob fest. Just, I'm like, oh, what's up? <laughs> No more, no more, no more. He liked that part where they paused too. It was like, and daddies won't cry. No more. He said, no, I know. And they won't leave. They won't cry. No more. No, no, no. no. I don't know if you've really ever wept. Bitterly. Some of y'all like like a bobblehead doll, like <laughs> most of y'all were ladies too. They're like, oh my gosh, yes. It was yesterday. <laughs> uh, I asked for hazelnut. I got French vanilla. No. no! Mm. right I don't know for real though we never hear from this dude ever again it's the stupidest part of the Bible man because you know the Bible's all about like telling of the legacy of like when you're at that crossroad and you decide 
who you're going to follow. And you decide to go all in with the master. You know, the Bible talks about it follows their story and like things get better. You know what's so cool about Matthew, Mark, Luke, John? They're all about Jesus. You know what the fifth book in the New Testament's all about? You know what they call it? Acts. The acts of the disciples, those now filled with the Holy Spirit, the acts of the church that now does this thing that changes, that's better, that's higher. Jesus even says right before he leaves, he says, don't be sad. I know you're going to be sad. I'm telling you, one is coming who's better than me. And all the disciples went, nah. It's not going to get better than you. He goes, yeah, yeah. And he's going to empower you to do things even greater than I've done. Even better than me. And they, they said like this, nah. And when he left, they wept and they were really let down until the Holy Spirit came and then that book of Acts unfolds and people, they was doing things like, oh, you can't walk here. Your legs stand up. Oh, you can't see. You know what? What were you begging for money? I ain't got no money. Look at me, man. I ain't got money. Here's what I can do. You can see. <laughs> Is that what you were looking for? Good, 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 good. And the legacy this dude could have lived out the whole books of the Bible that could have been written about the 13th disciple, this dude who came in and he had thrown so many of his chips, right? And all he had to do is say, here you go. Grab onto his hand and boom, man, him and Jesus, let's go. Where are we going? Where are we going over here? We're going over here. It's all, and it would just get better and better and better and better and better. And here's what we know about this dude. He goes away miserable and weeps bitterly because he knows he's not really willing to follow. He just wanted to dabble. And we know nothing else of this stupid dude. And I'm so mad at God that he had to make me tell you about that dude. Tonight, promise me you'll go home and you'll Google like powerful, empowering stories in scripture. Google that phrase, right? And you'll just be like, oh, stretch your shut up, preach on this. This is the good stuff. Why did we learn about this dude? You know why? Because he lives the rest of his life without any hope. And all God's people said, why? Why? What's wrong with you? See, but we all get, man, and I know I feel this too. We all sit there and some of y'all, I've seen you, you'd be like, dude, stupid. That dude was stupid, right? So stupid. Because we have 2020, we look backwards. We look at his story, we go, mm, what if? What could have been? Woulda, coulda, shoulda, dummy. <laughs> but it's easy to look back, right? But some of us are living that way still today. 
Man, I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm happy to do my thing. I, I, I'm happy. I'm trying hard to do my work. I'm actually doing some good things now. I'm, 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 I'm hustling, but it's not the same hustle. I'm, I'm like legit, like working and doing my thing, right? I'm, and I'm, I'm trying to be faithful to this girl. And I'm, I'm really trying. I, I even came to a night of hope. Or, right. Right. I mean, yeah. You must be happy with that. But I was doing the same thing. And I got to tell you, man, there were times that I would have to sit and go, of course, I'm bored in church. Of course, I feel like, man, it's the same old, same old. You ever, you ever greet somebody like that? And you're like, oh, what's new? What's good? And they're like, mm, same old, same old. And your heart just breaks like, oh, oh, oh. Nobody celebrates that, right? Like, oh, yeah, high five. Same old, same old. No? You know what I mean? Because the same old, same old is that life without hope. I, I don't know where this relationship's going. I don't know where my life is headed. I don't know what I'm here for. I buy these clothes. They tell me they're out of style. I give them away. I buy some new clothes. Am I in style now? Here you go. Okay, yeah, I'm in. Whatever. And you feel like you're on this treadmill and you've been running and running. You're sweating and sweating and you're, you're giving and you're giving, right? And then you realize, like, I ain't gone anywhere. I'm not doing anything. It's the same old, same old. And this stupid dude in Scripture, Mark 10, this stupid dude, We never hear from him again. Because what would be remarkable about getting onto a treadmill and running in place for the rest of his days until he passes away and somebody says some very nice things about some of the chips he dabbled in in his life. It's unremarkable, isn't it? And it sucks. And some of y'all are sitting here going... Such are you telling me that's why recently I've been trying to figure out why I keep getting up every day? Why I keep doing the same old, same old, and things ain't changing? And maybe some of y'all are going to have to decide that. You know your story. I know for me, when I was taking my chips and feeling like I I could just splash them around and try to be well-rounded, the Lord just came to me one time crystal clear and said, that's really nice, Stretch, but you don't know what you're doing. You're playing this game, but you're playing it so stupid. Look again. You have four aces. That's the winning hand. What are you just tossing in a chip or two for? What are we doing with this? Push all in and let me play for you. Let me do this for you. Follow me. And then you'll do it with me. And then you'll follow right in the steps. And then, empowered by the Holy Spirit, you'll do more than I was even able to accomplish. 
And that's why you're here. That was the whole purpose. That's why every day is filled with hope for the Christ follower. That's why things have changed. Nothing that I've done earned any of that. The only thing that happened was I said, okay, okay, you're right, man. Look at me. I've kind of made a mess. I thought I had it together, man. I thought I had it right. I thought I was playing this the right way, but you're right. And this really hasn't satisfied at all, so I'm going to do it your way, and I'm going to follow you. See, a funny thing about this is I thought Jesus was cool. I thought he was a good dude. I thought he, he did a little good here, and he did a little good here, and he, and he kind of dabbled like me, and he was pretty well-rounded. But then I found out about this thing. And when I learned about what happened here, you can't dabble and be here. You can't play any games and and allow yourself to hang here. And even as a from coming from a Catholic tradition, you know, we used to hang the cross and you would see Christ on there. You ever see that, right? And the blood and the things, and you go, oh yeah, that, that is something. But it never really sunk in for us that he had to go all in here. He couldn't dabble with, yeah, I love you guys, but mm. Yeah, I really, I know the father made you, and you know, you, you're sort of worth it, but you're a little disappointing, not gonna lie. I'm gonna give you a little bit, but no, no, no. He goes all in here. The whole reason he came was to go all in for you. And he says to you tonight, you were worth it. You were worth it, man. If I had to do it again for you, I'd do it. You're worth it. My father, he made you. He crafted you. You know what scripture says? Here's one of the meaty parts. You know what he did when he formed us? He breathed the breath of life into us. Can you imagine the breath of God just going? Mm. And ladies, you have any idea what he did with you? Because you know, early part in the scripture, you know, God was doing a lot of creating things. And he was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take this nothing and give it something. In fact, I'm going to make this sky thing, but I'm also going to make this land thing. Separate it. Oh, that's good. I'm going to do this other thing. I'm going to put the sun here and make it just close enough. It's going to warm you, but just not far enough that you're going to freeze. Just perfect. Oh, that's good. At night, you're going to need something. So I'm going to put this moon right here and perfect. I like that. That's very nice. Very nice. In fact, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take this water and I'm going to say, don't go any further. It's going to stop there. And everybody looks around and goes, beach. Thank you. Thank you. You did it. You did it. And God says, yes, I did it. Welcome to New Bedford. (laughs) 
What you need? Some whales? Go ahead, whalers. Get your, get them. Get them. They're the big ones. Go ahead. You can have those. It's great, right? Then he starts making life. And he says, oh, these things, man. I'm going to make this dog. Wait, I can make a bigger dog. I'm going to call it a horse. Wait a minute. I'm going to make this horse black and white. Boom. Zebra. Yes. Nailed that. Nailed that. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to take that zebra. Watch what I do. Take his neck. Boom. Giraffe. You're welcome. Dude, you get to eat all the high plants. Hmm. You're welcome. He looks at it, right? And he goes like this. That's so good. That's so good. That's very good. Then he looks and he says to the son and to the spirit, I'm going to make one in our image. And Jesus, he goes like this. What? No, for real? In our image? Let's go. Let's do this. What, what you got, right? What, what you got? And he goes, all right, I'm going to take, take the dirt. Remember the dirt? I'm going to go to the beach. Bam. I'm going to form it right in our image. And Jesus goes like this, do your thing. And God goes, okay. <sighs> and man comes to life, and he's in love with his creator, his daddy. And he looks, and he goes, you look like me. And Jesus goes, you look like me. <laughs> you look good, yo. And he's walking around like, yo. Have you seen me? And Jesus is like, I know, I know. Have you seen me? Look in the mirror. That's you. This is my image. It's your image. It's all about daddy's image. Yes. And the Holy Spirit was just like with them all like, I know, I know, I know. You ever have like, I always think like sometimes the Holy Spirit is a little bit like in your friend group. You always got one hype man. You know what I mean? Somebody makes the plans. Somebody else passed the paid away. Make it happen. Somebody got to drive. But then there's a hype man that's like, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. Where are we going? I don't know, but it's fun, right? Let's go. Yeah. We look good? I do. You look good. You look good. And then the first time God says, I, I just, I see that man's alone and I, I don't think it's very good. Now, we've never heard this before in Scripture. What's God going to touch that's not good, right? This is crazy. And Jesus and the Holy Spirit, like the needle on the record, it just goes like this. Then we're going to go, you're right, that's, that's not good. And God, the Father, who's perfect in all his ways, says, man was good, but I can, I can do better. I want you... I want you, Brother Adam, I want you to go to sleep. You know, like, like he's like the first Obi-Wan, like these are not the droids you're looking for. Just go to sleep, man. I got you. And Adam trusts him, you know, completely. And he's like, yeah. And he reaches inside, man, and he pulls out a rib. And Jesus and the Holy Spirit, they're watching. They're like, I feel like we've seen this before. Are we at the beach? Did he cry? Wait, the bone and the dirt? He forms it all around there. And he makes this, whoa, whoa. Jesus and the Holy Spirit, they sit back and they go, whoa. And the father goes, no, no, that's good. That's really good. In fact, I, I can't do any better than this. And we don't see anywhere else in Scripture where God 
creates any longer. Ladies, you are his completed masterpiece. It's what you are. Things got better and better. They were good. They were good. They were good. He got to you and he was like, mm, and I'm out. This is the ultimate mic drop. You know what I mean? Like, man. And he wakes up Adam and he goes like this. You're welcome. <laughs> and for real, man, this is scripture. It's Hebrew, so you might not know it, but I'll let you in on it. I went to seminary, so I'll tell you. <laughs> he gets up like this and he goes, whoa, man. Whoa, whoa, man. That's that's for me. God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, they were like. (laughs) And he just kept going, whoa, man. Whoa. And God the Father, he said like this, he says, that's going to be her name. Whoa, man. Because I ain't never seen anything quite like any of this. And Adam goes, you know, I've never seen anything like this. And that's who you are. And when God sees you, this is what he sees. And when he realized what he was going to have to do to go here, Jesus barely hesitated because he wasn't about dabbling. And he realized, man, man, you're worth it. Oh, man, you definitely worth it. I'll do whatever it takes, Father. I really don't want to, but I'll, I'll do it. And my Lord and my Savior went through agony and literally went through hell to show the Father's love to me. And all he's asked of me is to stop tossing in just a few chips and go all in. And I don't know your story and I don't know where you're at. I don't know who brought you here tonight and I I don't know what the Holy Spirit's been saying to you, but I have a sneaky suspicion if I know this father like I've known him for years that he's been whispering and nudging some things to you, not because... A stupid dude from West Philadelphia had anything all that revealing to say, but this is what the Holy Spirit does. He, he speaks your language, and he knows your name. And yeah, he knows everything about you, but he looks at you with eyes of love, and at all times he looks at you like this and says, come on, man, come on, I got so much for you. All you just come on, Follow him. And he points to Christ. And Christ goes, follow me. I built you for this. To be in close relationship. I didn't go through all that effort. I didn't go through all of that other stuff. To build you, create you. Bring you into existence. Meet your every need and give you my perfect creation. Look at this row right here. Sorry, brother. It ain't you. It ain't you, man. Sorry. But look at this right here. God's perfected creation. Jesus says, I didn't go through all of that. And to give you all of this 
to dabble. Play some games. I certainly didn't give it to you so that you could walk around and each day try to figure out what the purpose is as you just walk on a treadmill and realize you ain't going nowhere. And God sits back and goes, I have so much more. And all the while you see him rubbing his hands going, come on, man, come on, come on. You ever watch a movie and you see the stupid people making stupid decisions? Did you ever do that? There's certain neighborhoods to watch a good movie in because in some neighborhoods, people are free to call out talk the people through and go, no, 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 no. Don't go in there, man. No, no. This guy, this guy, this guy. In some neighborhoods, they'd be like, shh, you'll ruin it. But in the cool neighborhoods, they just talk it through and go, come on, come on, man. No. And then when he's about to do the right thing, you go like, you tap your friend, you're like, oh, come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do this. Good, man. And this is the picture of our father and his son and the Holy Spirit looking alongside you going, come on, man. Aren't you tired of this? This. Uh, this. I got so much. Just push in and let's go. Let's move forward. Let's let the past be the past. And I got more. You see that brother in the video who was sitting there going, it's so crazy that two years ago, two years ago, I was sitting here going, what is the purpose? I might just finish. I'm I'm done. And then he met Jesus. And then he met Jesus. He wasn't about this life any longer. So here's what I want you to do tonight. I don't want to take any more of your time and I don't want to play any games. I really don't want you to think about who's at your left or who's at your right because here's the truth. The Bible, one of the meaty, juicy parts says like this everybody's going to get to see his face at the end of our journey. Everybody and every knee shall bow and every tongue is going to go, Jesus, you're the man. You are everything you said you'd be. I worship you and I love you. Or they're going to say, Jesus, and they're going to look at maybe to the left or the right. That dude who brought you to night of hope and say, Dag, man, you told me about this. You've been trying to tell you. And you know, there's a part of us that might think, yeah, I'll be sitting there going, see, I told you. Didn't I? I Jesus, I told him. <laughs> this guy. But that's not at all how we're going to feel, right, Christ followers? It's just going to break our heart. It's going to be the worst moment of our existence to go, why do you think I've been telling you? Why do you think we went to Keith Middle School all them times? Why do you think on a Friday night I dragged your sorry butt here? Because this is stupid. And there's so much more. Look. And he's going to go, you were right. 
And unfortunately, the Bible does say that at some point, it's too late. But I got good news for you. Tonight's not the night. It's, it's not too late tonight. Didn't you check the website? It's called the Night of Hope. That's what this night is all about. And my friend, there's hope. And you don't have to have gone to seminary like the pastor. You don't have to have pretty flowery words because Lord knows, and you've noticed, I don't. All you have to do is look around and go, I, I know this. I played that game. I'm exhausted trying that. Jesus, you can have it. Oh, I'm ready. I'm interested. I'm, wow, you look like you're excited and, the, and, and you're going to see it. I mean, you're going to get these, the Bible says you're going to get these spirit-filled eyes now and you're going to see the Holy One going like this. Oh, man, you mean I get to what? Yeah, I get to, come on, you get to, come on. We're going to go, you mean, you and me, you mean we can reshape and we can remake and we can repair and we can wash and we can clean and we can mend and we can fix and we can, you're going to let me do all of that? Wait. All of that you're going to let me do. What? I've been waiting for that moment right here. This is why I went here. That's just what it was all for. That was the whole point. I can't wait for that to happen. Thank you for listening. I hope that did encourage you and that you can share it with someone who needs to hear from God. And we hope to see you soon. God bless.